When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. Let's hear it. That didn't sound very good. That did not sound good. Jorge, are you hungover like Emily, or what's going on? Uh, A little more tired than hungover. (laughs) We got your back. Don't worry, guys. We got your back today. Uh, What a day. What a night last night. Late last night, and a whole bunch of stuff going on with Shohei Otani, and there's about 900 different... Oh, man. My Twitter stream is blowing up. It's it's a mess. Emily went out last night. They announced the date of the Kobe statue. There's a lot of stuff going on right now, Slee. A lot, lot going stuff. on, and I think we're in the middle of a Dodger game as we sit here, too. That game is uh, game suspended. Did they already as, start? Yeah, Oh, you mean started. the one where they absolutely shafted Clayton Kershaw yes, by calling the game? Yes, that's the one. That, that, that's that that's one? the one. One Dave Roberts wasn't crazy about. <laughs> hey, yeah, that is that one. a cloud? Call the game. That's it. We're done here. It's a little cloudy 11 miles from here. Let's, let's pull the plug on the game. What a joke. Uh, what a joke. It's sprinkling 25 miles away. Yeah, well, hey, but, that's our kind. That's kind of what we do out here. You know what's funny? That's one of those things that would have made me go. You know, I, I can't believe that. Yeah, and it's yeah. like eh, I got a thirteen for you, twelve game. But who cares? Yeah, <laughs> it's just eh, shut him down. Give him straight. They didn't have to throw ninety five, hundred pitches. Is probably a good thing. Just skip him and move on to the next one and keep it moving. If this were a, a tight race, it's a much you feel a little story. different. Yeah, they're up four one. You feel so. a little differently. How you feeling this morning? Feeling good. Feeling good. I uh, I think it's been kind of a weird. 12 hours to process, like you were just saying. Um, you know, of course, all the news dominated right now by Shohei sure. and what goes from there. So it, it's been interesting. It's been interesting time. And then the, the news we got this morning, uh, Kobe will officially get a statue yep. outside of Crypto.com Arena. They're going to do it on 2-8-24. Um, It'd be before the Lakers take on the Denver Nuggets. So it's kind of, you know, sometimes we walk in here and you're – you're figuring out, okay, hey, we're reacting to this game, that game. There's no games to react to. It's just real reaction to things that are going on. And the Otani thing, and let's just start right here. You know, I, I do want to find out why. So Emily says to me this morning, she goes, just so you know, I'm a little slow this morning. Just a little slow. I'm like, okay, what did you do I'm last gonna night? I'm going to give all of my energy for the show. I, understand. I did it's all my not, work. It I happens. Just no judgment. No judgment. <laughs> it happens. I, I get it. Um, but let the Otani thing is just, such a bummer. I was just talking with Cody. The worst. I was talking with Greg. Yeah, the, the worst. Blue Review. I don't know if you know. I do a podcast with Bergman on a regular basis called The Blue Review. That, oh, wow. that uh, we do put you up there. do it with Berg or does Berg do it with you? Well, on the days I'm there, he does it with me. He he does it with other people, but when I'm there, also, it's. Like, do you like you elbow always... him out of the screen? <laughs> we like, are you kinda... oddly close yeah, to one you another. Guys look so weird. Yeah. You're standing, sitting right next to each other, a little. You know what you guys look like? You guys look like. Uh, 
You ever seen like back in the 1980s when they used to box out? You got two guys like right <laughs> up next to you. That's kind of what you guys are. And I always feel like you're boxing out. Like the shifty well, guards, you got to watch them. You got to get a body on them. I'm and a little Berg, bigger I feel, than him, so him getting to, be him getting to the glasses, the odds are low. I, I feel like my my just general physical presence is going to prevent him from getting a, a lot of rebounds. Um, you can go check that out when they post that, but. Let's just kind of start right here because there are literally probably 20 or 30 different Otani angles that what when does he come back? Is it a second TJ? Who else has had two TJs? Who else has come back from it? Do the Dodgers change their offer? Is somebody there's there's just 10,000 yeah. different angles you can take at this. But I keep coming back to this. This sucks. It just sucks that the first guy honestly, maybe the first guy since Ken Griffey Jr., maybe even before that that is interesting to people who aren't baseball fans. You don't have to be a baseball fan to be a Shohei fan. You can be a supreme casual thousand percent. and love what Otani has done. Yeah. And that he's not going to be able to do it for a while is such a bummer. It's bad for baseball. It's bad for Otani. It's bad for, for everybody involved because what makes him him, the two-way thing, for the rest of this season, it's gone, and it's very, very likely that he's going to need a second t- uh, Tommy John surgery, which means he won't be able to do it at all next year either. It's just, it just sucks. You know, I, I think it's very easy for us to get caught up in what Otani's doing and how special it is, and also on top of that, how and we've actually talked a little bit about this. We've talked about, hey, if you go sign him somewhere, remember Michael was saying, if you're going to pay him, you got to pay him for forty million for that bet. 40 million for that arm. Mm-hmm. And there was just kind of the concept of he's going to get 80 a year and this and that. And very rarely did we bring up what if something happens? Like that it's so unique what he's doing and it's so um it's just incredible. We don't have any examples of what he's doing, but in the process of performing night in and night out the way he is, as great as he is, as dependent as the Angels are on him, as much as he wants to fight. And, you know, here we are in late August. They got no shot of making the playoffs. No, they've they lost got, four in a row again. They, they, there's, there's no opportunity here, but he's still giving it everything that he absolutely has. He's human. I want to go back to something you said yesterday. You said, and, and this isn't funny. I shouldn't. I shouldn't even kind of ironically laugh at it. You said yesterday. Could it get worse? Could it get Trav, how could this have been I worse? Know. There's your answer. There's your answer. That he gets shut down from pitching because he has an elbow injury. That he has a tear in his UCL joint in his right elbow. That more often than not, way more often than not, a tear in the UCL joint means that you end up getting a Tommy John operation, which he's already had. That the question of, well, I guess it couldn't be well, there, there's the answer that he has an injury that could potentially alter the course of what was the most unique career in the history of major league Mm. baseball and maybe we you know this maybe the golden age of shohei otani we just saw it that's a bummer it's an incredible awful it's so disappointing because and look jeff passan wrote a great piece on this this morning talking about this was always the thing it's like we got so caught up in how many home runs is he gonna hit how many guys he's gonna strike out how much money is he gonna make where is he gonna go that He's not human. That he's that the workload that required this amount of production was unsustainable. That the workload was look, we were talking about it this morning. He believe it or not, Shohei Otani has made a flesh and bone. 
believe, believe it or not, he is, right? He's a human being. He's an amazing one. That you, If you stress the body, if you ask it to do so many things, it breaks. Athletes get hurt, and it happened again. And I am so hopeful that he becomes what we know he can be again. I am so hopeful that he gets this healed, that it comes back, and he is Shohei Otani throwing 100 miles an hour and wiping guys out on the mound mm-hmm. again. But there's at least now a real possibility that maybe he's not as good. Maybe he can't do both things full-time anymore. It's just the reality of that he's a human being and that what he was doing was so extraordinary and that the injury component was always the biggest risk. We also thought for a long time, like, oh, we're going to not get it again because no one can possibly repeat because he's just going to regress in pitching. It's not mm-hmm. gonna be because of injury necessarily. It sucks that it's that he could keep doing this perpetually forever, but then the injury catches you. It's You never want anybody to get injured. The only silver lining in this is I'm going to use a Dodger pitcher as an example. Walker Bueller goes down, you're not seeing Walker Bueller. And if there's one thing, this is what makes Shohei Otani so great, is there very well will be the opportunity, even if he's even if he is shut down from pitching all of next season, yeah. you're still at least going to get to see Shohei Otani do the other thing that yep. he does. Unbelievable. And, I, and I'm... When I say silver lining, what I'm trying to say is that at least he's not going to be out of sight. At least it's not going to be, we just literally can't watch this guy for another year or whatever the case is. Uh, and that just kind of goes to his brilliance. He can still steal bases. He can still hit home runs. I mean, hopefully. you know. Look, if, if he had never thrown a pitch ever, he would still be one of the more f- interesting free agents to hit the market in a long time. He's a 50 home run bat that's coming free. That I mean, he's a 50 home run bat that's going to be an incredible demand. Even if he, and this isn't going to happen, obviously, if he just said, you know what, I'm done pitching. I, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm bored. I don't want to do it anymore. He, there would still be a line around the block of teams that would be offering him big money. And you're right. We are going to get to see that. But Aaron Judge is Aaron Judge, and it's awesome. He's not within a billion light years of star power and interest of a guy like Otani because of what we've been talking about. And it's just, it's just a drag, man. I'm not an angel guy, but I'm the hugest Otani guy. You're gonna it just and and I still think that the Dodgers are in, which we'll get to. I still yeah. don't think it, another silver lining that we'll talk about. I honestly don't think this is going to affect his bottom line. Well, that's, much. that's going to be an interesting conversation. I, I, I think I'm that curious to get your thoughts. He on will that. still get mm-hmm. the vast majority of the money that was coming to him. He may have to wait a little bit longer to get it, but I think that he's going to be in a really good spot economically, which is good because the worst case would be that. Oh, hey, he he didn't sign an extension. He didn't get the free agency. And now that $800 million offer that was out there is now gone. It's still going to be out there. What's crazy is just look at the last four weeks for the Angels. Oh, my goodness. The last four weeks where trade deadline's coming. They make a decision. Hey, we are not trading Shohei Otani. We're all in. Whatever prospects that they had, at least good ones, are out the door because they're going all in to try to make a playoff run. They come back from the trade deadline, all-star break trade deadline, whatever it was. First game they have is against the Atlanta Braves. They beat the Braves, and it's like, they're three back. Okay. They're three back. Yeah. Since that moment, Trev, go look at the standings going from three back to, are they 10 now? Is it double digits now? I think it's 10 and a half. It might be 10 and a half. Round it off. It's going to be 12 by the end of the weekend, right? It's just It's it's over. It's it's over. It's over. But but you... Whoa. Go from that. Emily, take it I easy mean, Emily, there. what the heck Yo. is going on here? <laughs> and 
bull in a china shop coming here just wrecking things and Emily just ironed that board. She just literally <laughs> threw our dry erase board. That says, be committed to your craft. There's all these great quotes on there. <laughs> it or literally a soft, our, or a softball lineup. lineup from th- two months ago. What What are the other? What are the other? Uh, but that's, I mean, just to go from where it was, and then the news yesterday, you said it. Stinks. Could it get any worse? Yes, it just did. you can. It just did. Now, there's also some other silver linings to this. I, I really do think it opens up the possibility of some teams that maybe were in the mix but not really in the mix okay. to get more into it. We're obviously going to talk about what it means for the Dodgers and how they go about progressing here and what it means for Otani as far as his bottom line. Lots more Otani to get to. Of course, it is Kobe Day. We're going to spend some time drafting our favorite L.A. athletes ever. That's coming up at 12 o'clock in I need to find out exactly how hungover Emily is. That's all coming up. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. So, Al, before I uh, ask... Um, some questions about her night last night. It's could beat Jorge. Let me ask you. When you are, like for instance, when you yeah. go to Burning Spear concert. Yeah. And you were with Cousin Slee the night before. Yep. And you have a whole bunch of uh, bourbons and then a bunch of tall cans of beer. It was a concert. lot of beers. And maybe and, some other and, stuff. And bourbons and maybe some other stuff. <laughs> okay. Yes. You yeah. have one of those nights. Yeah. The next day, you don't feel great, but do mm-hmm. you do you, do you ride the wave of where you like? You know what? I'm back. I'm okay. and then like ten minutes later, no, I'm not back. Yeah, I feel. And then you think you're gonna die, and then ten minutes later, you're like, you know what? I'm actually not. And just constantly lying to yourself. So it's a it's an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> I think is the proper way to put it. And let's use the burning spear as a good example. I came in the next day and I fugazied everybody. I was like, everything's fine. There's no problems. I didn't even tell you guys. I'm like, the show was good. I said nothing. You pulled it off pretty good. And and that was also... that that was not look great, but you pulled it off. That wasn't an emotional roller coaster. That was, I felt bad the whole way, and I just <laughs> lied the entire time that I didn't feel bad. Good. The next day is when I opened up, because uh-huh. it g- gave me a good 24-hour period to recover. You're 36 probably finally hour period. sober. Probably finally sober. <laughs> um, but I think Emily, because of her age... It's going to be a lot different than... Much quicker turnaround time. Oh. Much quicker turnaround Much quicker. Time. Yeah. So are you riding the wave right now, Emily, or are you back? I'm feeling amazing. I could go run 10 miles. You don't sound amazing. Yeah, she no. sounds... I no, feel, you sound great. so great. <laughs> you sound no, it's great. Like, it's usually like a... It's like a day. So did you typically. mix it? 
So what happened? Um, you went to a concert. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I went to the concert and I took the bus. Who'd you see? Saw Zach Bryan. Okay. So I am here a- Here at Crypto? Uh, here at Crypto. And I'm like a casual fan of him, but you know we, uh, we had an opportunity too. to get the- <laughs> <laughs> the sweet tickets and so you know it's like it's a good chance to see him i don't have to you know spend a bunch of money on it or whatever so um i you know was excited i was going my friend katie was going to join me and i hadn't seen her in a little bit and uh she was arriving a little later but uh yeah i had i had a little drink at home as a pre-game drink what'd you have uh i made this <laughs> um i had like uh seltzers from bud light so how many did you have some of those i had two okay just, that's, Al, keep, keep, keep track. Yeah, what I got here. Two, it's always two, right? Two too many. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's a two, two Two's five fine. percent seltzers Two's before fine. I go to a concert. Okay, so then you work your way over uh, and here, I, and then I go the here, and then uh, <laughs> yeah, you can finally erase the board. Okay, so yeah. two seltzers. Then I come here, and uh, yeah, I had uh, a few. Did you meet for a drink somewhere? Or did you go into the building? No, just went straight to crypto.com. Okay. And because uh, I got there like right when the uh, first opener was happening. Okay. And met up with Stephanie and she had some alcohol in the suite. So that was fun. Oh, was very, nice. Uh, very nice. Uh, I am not going to disclose what I, how many drinks that I had so, in the suite. Yeah, well, I'll give you a little bit of an example. <laughs> if the suite uh, is stocked, right? It, it was not that. That's <laughs> a little bit of everything there. It's got a little bit of everything. And if I'm correct here, back in the day... Um, you know, I got the cabinets there, and they're locked when you're not there. But if it's your suite, you can unlock it. Who knows what's in there? It's like literally right. walking into your your own bar at home. Cabinet. Yeah, yeah. So was there beer there? No. I'm not saying you had any, but was no. there beer available? No. Plead the fifth. There was no beer. Okay. Was there wine available? No. Was there uh, liquor available? Yes. Oh. Was oh, there the, brown liquor uh, available? Yes. Oh. Were there clear liquors available? Yes. Did you perhaps make a clear and a brown liquor drink? Uh, no. It was all it was all clear. Oh, oh you oh, all clears. clears. Okay. Yeah. So we'll yeah. look. So seltzer plus all clears. We're you're in the clear. Yeah, we're just, all right. Did you? Yeah, I just had I just had a few too many, and were there I, uh, were there a lot of mixing <laughs> with? sugars that could kind no, of they, ruin the we evening. We only had either ginger ale or uh, club soda, and so I had club soda. Was so we're talking it? vodka sodas is yeah. what I'm deducing By the here. way, your, that interrogation was really good. <laughs> just, just asking questions. <laughs> That's all you did. Yeah. Ask questions, and she's like, I'm not answering them, and then she answered everyone. <laughs> hey, I'm just going to, yes, do yes or no answers. Okay. But uh, yeah, I'm not going to do deduce how many I had. The concert okay, ends. Okay, yes or no, yes or no answers. Are you hammered right now? <laughs> no, no. So the concert ends. Do you? Yeah. What's your friend's name? Uh, Katie. Do you and Katie decide to have a nightcap somewhere? No. no she has to go to work the next day. I always well, so did you. Work, work the next yeah. day. So obviously we're not going to do that. She's her, like, no, I have the day off. Her <laughs> boyfriend picked us up and okay. he, he drove me back to um, my place and then they went What back time did you get home? Uh, roughly uh, <laughs> uh, 11. Okay, 11. Not that late. Still plenty of yeah. time. Did 11 you, is very late. No, cool. I went right to bed. Did you enjoy the concert? I enjoyed the concert. Uh, uh, Maggie Rogers came out because he has she has a song with Zach Bryan. Okay, so that and I know fun. you're a fan of hers. Yeah, uh, she, it was actually a really good song. You know, it, I had a great time. Okay, let me just let me, I'm gonna go back to Slee here real quick. Yeah. Sometimes mm-hmm. when I decide I'm gonna go out with my buddies, I'm gonna have a nice time. We're gonna go to a game. We're gonna go play a little golf. We're gonna go do something, and maybe the tea time's a little later in the day. We're gonna meet up for drinks later. And I have a, let's say I have two drinks at home before I go out. Okay, I meet them, have a really good time, and but maybe the night ends at a reasonable hour, say ten o'clock, yeah. when you roll back in. Do you, Alan Sliwa? Because I've been guilty of this. Say, okay. I kind of want to keep this party going. I'm going to have another one at the house. You ever do that? No, no. If I get to the house 
That's it. All my consumption is either before, when I'm at the house before I go somewhere, wherever I am, and then by the time I get home, there's a very strong likelihood I'm now, let's plan for the next day. Jorge, you strike me as somebody that's on the Travis plan. Dog, hell yeah, I'm on the Travis plan. I'm going to free drink, drink at the event, and come home, and you know what? Well, once I can sleep a little better. Yeah, just to take the edge off, to wind down, to to really kind of just end the evening on a high note. I was already very much there. I did not need it. I did not need a wind down. Yeah, you get home, watch SportsCenter, your late night. one more. Maybe you finish it, maybe you don't, but you almost certainly do. Yep. That's how it goes. Did Was there anything that grows out of the ground, perhaps, in your no. system? No, and I probably should have had some because that usually helps my hangover. You need some? Uh, Come no. here. No, I'm good. All right. Yeah. It's that just doesn't been... sound that bad, Em. Trav, I just opened up my backpack. <laughs> <laughs> the, the jacket, like you're selling watches in Times Square. Yeah, uh, yeah. I did one of those things where I probably should have also not been on my phone and texted Uh-oh. certain people, so Ooh. that's also like, fun, like, too. Can we disclose who you texted? No, just some friends. Oh, okay. And friends. maybe some other people, but I <laughs> probably shouldn't have texted some... them. Okay. Was it in she the went morning? on Twitter and started going exactly. at people. Exactly. I ranted about uh, you know the debates. You know, It was great. No. The, 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 the phone at that point of the night, always a bad idea. Yeah. Right? You, you might even... Although the work... Even if it's like... I, I tend to just be very nice to okay. people at that time. So I just like send really I just want nice to tell you how much friends. I care about you. Yeah, that kind, that kind of, of stuff. stuff. I'm like really mushy when I get to that state. And so okay. it's, it's all just that stuff. But it's more of like, oh, I should not have... You, you're not a... Let me this. tell you what your problem no, is. No, yeah. That's not, that's not my, me at, <laughs> in that point in stage. Uh, so yeah, I had a great time. Zach was a great performer. Uh, you know, got to know Stephanie a little bit more because uh, I hadn't really hung out with her before. Mm-hmm. So that was really fun. So she saw a great side of me. Excellent. And she just said, uh, texted me, I plead the fifth. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, well I, I have a few. Were you guys like kind of partners in this whole activity last I night? I definitely uh, got more after it. I think, oh, than okay. She did. All right. Well, Was it worth you. it? Sounds like it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes or no question? No. No. Okay. No. No, not, not worth it to be this hungover today when we have an important thing to talk about, with, which is Shohei Otani. We'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Did you have okay? Your first thought when you woke up. Your what time is your alarm set for? Like five thirty. Okay, five thirty. Five thirty. What's the first thing you think of? Oh, Snooze. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I. I, I think. Why am I getting up right now? Did you have the I can't do this anymore moment? <laughs> That only, by the way, lasts for a few hours, and yeah. then it's over. Well, my like, first thing is I can't call out because there's not a chance that anybody will believe my story that it's I want out. Not if say. you were around other work people exactly. last night. Exactly. Not a chance. There's no chance. And uh, you know, I was like, I have to be here. It's more of like I'm gonna have a great day today. Did you at any point? Because this is this is a common Travis maneuver. Yeah. Where, let's say, in, in her scenario, if I'm putting myself at about 9 o'clock last night, there was a moment where she could have said, you know what, I need to start dialing it back so I'm good to go tomorrow. Yep. Or it's a, you know what, I can get through one day. <laughs> you, you have that moment. You got the angel on one shoulder saying, hey, look, you've had a good time. Just stop. You'll be fine. You'll still have a good time. And then there's the devil sin. You could have a better time. You could definitely have a better time. It kind of just takes care of itself. Like, I think there's always that that that... The one drink that you have that you're like, I don't need this, but I'm in. After that, it's like, yeah, I'm. I might as well it's just keep going. More. 
It's it's always more yeah. or none, and yeah. she made the more decision less. It's fine. Hey, but I, fine. I had I had a it safe plan. Fine. I didn't drive. Well, I was at, with I'm friends. Jealous. I had a great time, and uh, yeah, just uh, you know, wish it was a Friday Not instead so of Wednesday. <laughs> well, that's the that's the thing that you can today almost feels a like a Friday. It in does. A weird way. It does a little bit. If you want to be in house to watch USC kick off the season on Saturday at the Coliseum, be sure to listen to Trav and Slee and Sedano and Cap today for your chance to win a four-pack of tickets trojans ticket thursday today on 710 espn and you can get your tickets now for saturday's game at usctrojans.com slash tickets all right so we'll start here and we'll continue otani's injury torn um uh ucl ligament in his right elbow which will shut him down for the rest of the season on the mound. But as of, what, 10-25 this morning, we still expect – he played in the second game of that doubleheader last night and had a double, go figure. Um, he's not going to pitch the rest of the season. UCL tear almost always leads to a Tommy John surgery, which would be his second, which would mm-hmm. mean he doesn't pitch at all next year. Does this bring some teams into the mix that perhaps otherwise might not have been near the top of the list? For instance – and let's use the Angels as the best example of okay. this. I can't imagine that the Angels at several points over the last several seasons haven't gone to Otani and said, listen, what do you want? We, we, how about we'll give you $600 million for 10 years? How about whatever the numbers you are? You name the price. You name the price mm-hmm. and we'll do it. What if this morning they come back in and say, hey, listen, in light of recent developments, we will still give you exactly what we were offering you before. In fact, just to show you the level of commitment we have, yeah. we're going to sweeten it a little bit. We're going to actually give you another year or two, or we're going to add another $5 million, or whatever it is. But we're not your injury, just to show you how much we believe in you, we love you, we want you, we're not backing off at all. In fact, we're coming back in again, or Seattle could do it, San Francisco could do it, really anybody could do it, but if the most likely bidders the Dodgers the Giants and some of these others saying listen man two TJs we got to pump the brakes here a little bit or we got to change the terms doesn't it bring a team like the Angels right near the top of the list again to say we'll still give you whatever you want who was it was it Buster Olney that said that he thinks the Angels you have it there yeah okay I think it's going to be the Angels because he has more value of the Angels than any other team he knows the organization he knows that they'll defer to him uh, and if you're an interested team in Otani, we heard during the winter that the Dodgers were loading up and getting ready to pursue him in free agency. He becomes a much more difficult equation because you just don't know what kind of production he's going to give you on that side of the ball. Uh, if you're the Mets and you're restructuring your team going forward, how much are you going to be willing to throw at a player who may be able to pitch a lot, may be able to pitch very little? They just don't know. I think this pushes him back to the Angels, Greeny. Let's see when we come back. So we got a break coming. I um, actually couldn't disagree more. I really, I, I'm still having a very difficult time trying to think that after all this and the six years with the Angels, that he, that the Angels are in line because of this to bring him back. We'll do that coming up next. Stay right here. Travis and Sleeve Show, seven ten ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. 
Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. So this is that song that uh, Zach Bryan played with Maggie Rogers. I was really excited about it. Uh, you know, I may have been a little bit uh, excited in my friend's video too, but I did not have access to that video. I was just wondering if you even remember if he played this song or not. Yeah. <laughs> and then she tripped off the stage, which was kind of embarrassing. She tripped? So she tripped as she was like walking down the stage after, because it was in the middle of the uh, court, like where the court would be. Uh-huh. So she got off the stage and then she tripped. And yeah, it happens. Oh, so you sad. drank them and it affected her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. It was coming off of her like fumes. It's it's how it happened. Of course. What's up, Berg? What's up, man? How you doing? Good. How are you guys What's doing? Up, What's up, fool? What's up? Oh, so I miss <laughs> that. Oh, why you gotta make me get into my feelings? Oh, he's great. I don't know if you know, but he's he's awesome. <laughs> I didn't know that. No, he's really happy. Really Look, nice I, to have I him love on the Brian. Team. I think Brian does a great job. Brian's great. He's doing a great job. I, we had, we had years. I had years with Jorge. Oh, Jorge. Multiple time manager. He, he left me. That's right. Right. That's right. Absolutely for back you guys. All right. So I want to play this. Those Mandy's count for our show. Even they do he now. Did it on their show. <laughs> it's like if he brings them look, in. It, 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 it's on the back of his producer reference page. If there two were time, such a thing, we just don't put Mandy the details. Right, exactly. We have a two-time Mandy Award at winner top, on our show. Right at the <laughs> yeah. very top. Right at the very top. So Otani has a UCL tear. Um, he's not going to pitch the rest of this year. It's seemingly looking like he won't pitch next year, which we'll talk about in a second. But Buster only, I want to play this again, said that he thinks that what happened in the last 12 hours or so actually helps the Angels with their pitch to bring him back to Anaheim. I think it's going to be the Angels because he has more value of the Angels than any other team. He knows the organization. He knows that they'll defer to him. Uh, and if you're an interested team in Otani, we heard during the winter that the Dodgers were loading up and getting ready to pursue him in free agency. He becomes a much more difficult equation because you just don't know what kind of production he's going to give you on that side of the ball. Uh, if you're the Mets and you're restructuring your team going forward, how much are you going to be willing to throw at a player who may be able to pitch a lot, may be able to pitch very little? They just don't know. I think this pushes him back to the Angels, Greeny. Uh, Trav, I couldn't disagree more. I mean, I, I don't know what else to tell you, but there is not a scenario. If you're Shohei Otani, explain to me this. You just spent six years with this organization. All you've been talking about is I want to compete. All I want to do is have a chance to get in the postseason and at the highest stage show what I can do. Why would I go back to the Angels? Like, what would be – by the way, as good as my arm is – that's no longer available for the Angels, which means X amount of more games they're probably going to lose because I can't use what one of my best weapons are. They're so reliant on him. Everything he does ultimately for the Angels, it's almost for nothing because he can't do what he ultimately wants to do, which is compete for a World Series. I don't think the money is going to be it's going to be, it could be different, but I don't think it's going to be that much different. And I don't think Shohei is going to be motivated by just the dollar sign. At this stage of his career, money's going to come. That's not going to be an issue for Shohei. Winning is what he's been missing. 
now that he can't pitch, he's going to go back to the Angels? I, that doesn't make any sense to me. Okay, there's two things at play here. I, I agree with you. But there's two things at play that could change from what you just said to what I think Buster is kind of leaning towards. And what I think – put it to you this way. I thought that the chances of him going back to the Angels was about one, 1%. in a million. Okay. I think it was way less than 1%. Mm-hmm. Now I think it's like one in 100. Now I think there is a 1% chance. But it presupposes two things. Number one – the other suitors need to balk at the price. The the, the, the rest of the the That's rest the rest I don't think so either. But there could be a number there, where there, they balk. There could yeah. be a look. We're still in at full price plus a kicker, and everyone else is like, Ugh, I, I I just can't get there because of the injury history that I was going to pay for two things, and now it could only be one. I'm going to wait. That's that pre that's presupposition number one. The other thing is is what Buster said in there. I think is really underrated. That they defer to him. They let him call the shots. They let him do what he wants to do. They let him be the one that decides when he pitches, when he doesn't, when he works out, when he doesn't, what he does media. Like he is on his own program. If the other suitors are teams that are saying, listen, we're buying you at this price. We have to be involved in your rehab. We have to be involved in your return to the game. You got to work with our training staff. You got to work with this. You're going to pitch on this schedule, not your schedule, our schedule. And by the way, at $600 million, it's not an unreasonable request to say, we need to be involved in this. If he just wants to be on his own program, which the Angels have let him do, that could be a part of it as well. Yeah, it absolutely can. And that's why it becomes something that is a possibility that it goes back to the Angels. But if you're Shohei, if you actually just put it just into Shohei Otani, why would he ever want to go back there? Everything that Al was saying is right. He has a bad management. He has a bad owner. He has a bad front office staff. He's a bad. We can't. Bad no team prospects. Doesn't get, There's no. no what's you, the don't, future six look years like? of not making the playoffs. Don't blow past the fact that you they lose seem every to have year. Way more injuries to pitchers than your normal team, exactly. and they don't rehab the them training staff is mm. bad. Why would he want to go back to that specific spot? And if he and if he does, I think I look at him differently because he, he looks like he's Mike Trout. I, I don't disagree with anything you're saying but if the other prices come down even if they just come down by 10 or 15 percent you think it's only money driven no i don't but there is a point where if the angels are offering seven and the next best offer is 550 that's a huge difference right that's a huge difference if the angels are offering 10 years and the next best offer is six that's a huge difference can i tell you you're, you're you're right it's a huge difference and I actually still kind of think Shohei will say he might. This is my this contract. The next place that I go to, I'm making a decision on: Do I have a shot to win a World Series or not? And, and I think it's don't. safe to say you can go get your 700 million or whatever dollar amount that is with the Angels. You're also kind of assuring yourself exactly what your history has shown. You're not going to win. No. I, and I really feel in Otani. This is probably one of the things I respect more about him than anything else. That seems to be the priority. Trav, the guy's never going to have to worry about money the rest of his life. Right. And I know we know that. And I know you could say when you're looking at a number, it says, that says 700. That says 550. That's a $150 million difference. I don't know why I feel this, but I feel like if there's one person to say, I ain't worried about that, I would figure it's Shohei Otani. I, I, I don't disagree, but I, it's, disagree. It, I agree it, with you. It went from 
literally one in a million that he goes. The, the, that there's why. a path now. Here, here's why. Before, it was just simply he loves Orange County and none of us knew it. And this is where he wants to spend the rest of his life. And we just didn't know that's true. And he decides to stay there. That was the, it's not baseball. It's not ownership. It's not winning. It's just, I love it here and I don't want to leave. Mm-hmm. And that's why I thought it was a virtual 0% chance. Now, it's not zero. It's just really, really low. It, it, it is a better chance today than it was yesterday. I don't think it's a good chance, but it went from virtually zero to something more than virtually zero. And just because Artie Moreno will offer him a lot of money is essentially what you're Look, saying. Look, if, if he's if I'm Artie Moreno, okay, and I've been trying to get him to sign for the last two Couple years. Couple years, yeah. This morning, I'm saying, guys, my offer's still there. I, it hasn't changed one iota. I will st- Everything I offered you yesterday is still today because there's a chance, and we're going to get to this coming up, especially with yep. the Dodgers, that yesterday's price isn't today's price anymore. Mm-hmm. It, it, you're buying something entirely different. Today, Otani is a different player than he was yesterday. Drastically so. Hmm. Drastically. Not just in a, eh, it's, you know, if this were his first TJ, you'd kind of go, eh, it happens to everybody. Just keep it moving. It's not. This is potentially his second one. It's mm. a he's a much different uh, asset than he was 24 hours ago. Wildly different. And if the Dodgers, the Mariners, the Giants, or any of these other teams are like, listen, man, we would be so crazy to do that on a guy coming off his second TJ potentially. It's not totally out of the question. Can I can I throw this your way? What do you think happens? The majority of the teams that had interest in Shohei Otani. That already knew, and those discussions have been going on for the last six months. Hey, if he becomes available, here's our plan. Mm-hmm. This is what we're going to do. This. How significant do you think those plans have changed for a lot of those teams? And and just like you said, this could be oh, an opportunity. Changed. Just like you said, this could be an opportunity for the Angels to mm-hmm. say, let's give him the money. Does that also open the door to a Steve Cohen to say, okay, you know what? Sure it does. Now, now my number, I'm not going to jack up my number the way I had it before. All these I, other teams that are saying shorter years, yeah. maybe more money, whatever the case is, does that open up I, opportunities I for some it, of these other spots? It opens up opportunities for worse teams. It opens up opportunities for teams that are more poorly run. because If it's money-driven, though. It, it's only if it's money-driven. But it, It's mostly money-driven, but again... We there's so many things that we just assume we know to be true about this guy that we think he wants to stay on the West Coast. It seems like, but has he actually ever said that? No. no. True. Yeah. Has he actually ever said that he wants to be in a place that's this that? No. We're just they, a place with a large Japanese you know community. We, we don't we don't know right that there's all of these things that we suppose to be true that we don't know for sure. I generally agree, but look if I'm the Mariners or one of these teams yeah, that was yeah. probably third or fourth in line. I'm coming in so over the top today. You, it's you my to. best Absolutely. chance because the Dodgers, which we're going to do coming up at 11 o'clock, the Dodgers are going to still make a massive play to try to get him, but it might be a slightly different play to try to get him that may offend him, that may be ah. something he doesn't want to do, that could be something that just goes, well, that's not what I want. That's what I want. And Mariners are a better team. May open the door. It could open the door in a way that wasn't open yesterday. We'll get to that coming up at 11. But let me remind you, right now, 
It's a Trojan Ticket Thursday on 710 ESPN. Caller number seven right now, 877-710-ESPN. You win a family four-pack of tickets to Saturday's USC game at the Coliseum. Kickoff is at 5 o'clock, and you can get your tickets now for Saturday's game at usctrojans.com slash tickets. Caller number seven, 877-710-ESPN. You win a family four-pack if you are caller number seven right now. Hey, did you see coming up next? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, Jorge, did you see yes, that Emily went out way too long and way too hard last hey, night? Hey, fool. Did you see that? Yeah, I, uh, I noticed because on the way back from LAFC, there was a bunch of traffic trying to get back in the building. <laughs> and we're like, what the hell is going on? And it was a concert. And now that she's telling me she went to the same concert, I'm like, okay. Everybody All was the pieces the are coming together. Was, yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, fool, did you see that uh, Alex Vezia looks like he's wearing the tightest pants I've ever seen? He always does. He's working with yeah. leggings. Yeah, yeah he- they are, he's got some thighs going for him. feeling good about it. Look, if yeah. I were fit like Alex Vezia, I would have on the snug pants as well i'd be feeling i'd be peacocking that what do you got Jorge? all right fool so did you see yesterday we were talking about you know it's kobe it's kobe day today yeah 824 and yesterday we talked about that moment when somebody sees you on tv and whatnot so to me that moment after being next to kobe getting the interview for the station it, it, it was one of those moments where, where i went to my car after the show after the post game after the game the whole thing and i took it all in and sat there for a minute and i said you know what when I was in college, I wanted to be in radio. I wanted mm. to work in TV. And that moment was one of those moments where, you know what? I made it, and it's beyond just working in radio and TV. When was that moment for you guys? I've had a couple. The The most recent one and the most impactful one, I, I, I'm 99% sure I've told you this story, Al. It was the Super Bowl at SoFi a couple of years ago. And I'm sitting in the press box at my seat. You get for... I think everybody knows this, but you get an assigned seat in the press yeah, box. Yeah. You, you go there, and it's got your name on a little card, and that's your seat for the game. Not and, the same story. <laughs> and I was in a different seat than I typically is. When I do pre and post, it's I have one seat, and when the Super Bowl, I had a different seat. Yeah. So I go to a different seat, and I'm looking at the cards next to me, and immediately to my left is Jim Hill. And Jim sits, Dick comes by, you know, he sits down next to me, and Jim and I don't know each other well, but we know each other. Sure, sure. And we're, we're chit-chatting a little bit, and I had the moment that you're talking about, Jorge, which is, if you would have told me when I was 15 years old that I'm sitting next to Jim Hill yep. covering the Super Bowl mm-hmm. with the Los Angeles Rams, and this is what I'm doing for a living, I would have thought that you in were LA. Out in L.A., yeah. in my hometown. In one of the coolest stadiums you'll ever see. I, I would have thought you <laughs> this was the most unbelievable fever dream you could ever come up with and i told jim that and i i, I said exactly that to like, him cool, buddy and no and i said to him we, i no, never jim, asked anybody jim's very it feels like he's said, in the moment a lot can, can we take a picture yeah. and he's like absolutely and he maybe he was shining i don't think he was because mm-hmm. he's a nice guy but he's like that's really cool i thank you for telling me that and that was it for me just mm-hmm. that i can't believe this is actually happening to me um for me and by the way those are Every time you do tell that story, I like I envision you sitting there just trying to soak it all in. I used to watch Jim Hill every night on TV for and my entire life. And the franchise just came back, and they build this $6 billion <laughs> stadium, and then they're 
the team that I rooted for as a kid is back, and here and, we are. And they're winning a Super Bowl at SoFi in LA. <laughs> no, okay. Crazy. Mine would be, so 2020, Lakers win the NBA championship. And the run to get there, it's my first year that I'm doing um, pre-half, post, I'm doing the whole thing. Lakers get to the NBA Finals. They end up winning an NBA championship. And I'm doing a post-game show, and it's like an extended post-game. We're doing it for as long as possible. And at the time, Allison Bogley, who was the PR director for the Lakers, had a really good relationship with her. Here they are. They just won the championship. And we're trying to figure out, can we get some players here? Anthony Davis, Dwight Howard. Like, go down the list. It didn't matter who. And it was literally them, like, she has the phone, and they're starting their celebration. She's passing the phone to, like, different players that you're spending a minute to. And when the postgame show ended, and the Lakers had just won, and they tied the Boston Celtics for number 17, and I'm sitting in the seat doing the postgame show. I'm like, I don't, know cool. you, I don't know what you want me to tell you here. That's cool. I'm like, you guys can fire me right now. I already won. So that was one <laughs> of my moments right there. So for me, it's similar to Travis. It was that Super Bowl. You're going, and it's my first year working here. It's my first year going to football games and getting the opportunity to be in the booth when JB called the final play of that game. That was cool and it too. was a great call from JB. It was it was just the cool feeling of like, wow, this is like what everybody hopes to do if you're ever in this business is you get to see these big moments happen. I also that that same um that same game too. I was sitting next to a guy from Germany and a guy from England. And it's like these it's just so interesting that like everybody across the world is coming to cover this thing. The other time that I'm thinking about is when uh the first media day that we had to go to, um when LeBron stood like oh, yeah. oh, a for foot sure. away right. from me, and for I was like, sure. "This is this guy, yeah. this great, one of the greatest of all time, standing right next to me." I was like, "You know what? He's not as athletic as I thought." <laughs> if you saw LeBron in thirty-one flavors, it'd be the highlight of your life. Never it's mind an, if you insane. see him and you're yeah. actually doing a little work. What's next, Foo? Okay, so uh, I'm gonna keep it local here. So I don't know if you guys seen this clip from Mookie Betts on Bleacher Report. Uh, he does something called on base with Mookie Betts. Yeah, I'll, I'll let them do the talking. Ah, hold on. That's what you think. <laughs> on base, off base, the Dodgers uniforms are more, cla- are more classic than the Red Sox. I think that's on base. I think the Dodger white is the best uniform in baseball. I think it's the most classic uniform in baseball. I agree. Yeah, I love putting it on. Not even just because it's the Dodgers and San Diego. It's just the uniform is just dope. It's a good fit. It's hard for that uniform to not look on some, mm-hmm. look good on somebody. So he's talking to Kike Hernandez, and we both know that they played for the Red Sox. So do you guys yeah. agree? Is a Dodge uniform a classic uniform? So I, I would, you've kind of sold me more into this since we started doing the show, where you say that no, that's as classic as it gets, as iconic as it gets. I've always, it's not that they're not classic. I've always thought when I think baseball. I think of the pinstripes. I think mm-hmm. of the New York Yankees as the most classic of all of them. I think of the Yankees. But of course, it's a classic uniform. If I'm, and I'm, I'm going to go back to this, 
between the Yankees and the Dodgers, I think of that jersey first. When I think of baseball, I think of the pinstripes. The question at the beginning between the Red Sox and the Dodgers is a no-brainer. <laughs> the Red Sox have new uniforms frequently. Yeah, the Red Sox turn over their, their logo they is got the that same. UCLA looking. They've kind got of their word. their City Connects look yeah. like they're playing at Jackie Robinson <laughs> exactly. Field in Westwood. It's it's ridiculous. It's, it's the Boston Marathon one, it, but yeah, it is. But it, they turn these things over. They have red jerseys. They have their white jerseys, which they have takes all away these different from. The, things it being a classic and, and and they've had the the v-necks over the years mm-hmm. the dodger uniform that clayton kershaw wears today is virtually indistinguishable from the one that sandy koufax wore mm. it's almost exactly the same there's some subtle differences along the way it's that unbelievable white it's dodger blue which is its own certain thing and it's that damn red number on the chest yeah. it's the dodgers are not red but there's a red number there that just Pops like crazy. Yeah. The Yankees are probably the most identifiable, but very closely second to the Dodgers. Yeah, so that's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. One more. <laughs> want to talk more about the uh, you, Dodgers? I got one more. You, yeah, hit me with yeah, one let's more. Yeah, do okay. So you guys remember those videos where people would dip their hot dogs in? Oh uh, yeah. And then take a bite out of it to yeah. the beer. Is it yes. dipping? Yeah. So Oscar Mayer <laughs> created a wiener straw, <laughs> <laughs> so you can stick in your beer and drink out. Of, is that the grossest thing ever? <laughs> yes. Yes, I don't need a meat straw. I'll send you guys a picture. Okay. I, they, uh, first of all, who drinks beer out of a straw? Uh, exactly. Some crazy people. Be, be, on, yeah. be, beer is meant to be drank out of a glass, a can, or a bottle, right? It's not a straw beverage. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a 7-Up. Carbonation okay. really gets in the way. Yeah. Um, it's gross, man. I Look, the hot dogs are great. Beers are great. We don't have to have them at the same time in the same bite. This is why it's not the grossest thing ever is because I have definitely took a bite of a hot dog and while I'm chewing my hot dog, took a sip of my beer. So technically, it's not the grossest <laughs> thing in the world because that's you. happened. Have you ever just had a sip of your beer without the hot dog? Of course. Of course. So why do you have to have hot dog? But if you're drinking it through the meat straw, it's no, no, no. always hot dog and beer. The concept I would never do, <laughs> but I'm just saying that yeah. I have definitely t- taken a bite of oh, my sure. dog and a sip but of I'd my beer. One or the other or both or one or not the other. Put it all in a bowl make, like a soup. Why not throw some popcorn in there too? Add gross. some cheese to your, your inside, man. <laughs> Put gross, it all in there. Gross, all right, gross. That's it, food. All right. Otani is injured. Otani is a free agent. Ah. The Dodgers were at the top of the list. Is it still the same? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.